to Real Job Talk, the podcast for mid-career professionals looking for practical career guidance. We're talking about anything and everything for today's ever-changing workplace. Hi, Liz. Hey, Kat. I like the new tagline, especially since, you know, the water cooler has been sitting dormant with tape over it since March 2020. Yeah, we thought it might be time for a refresher. Yeah, we're, we're evolving. We're learning. And we're changing with the times. You know, we love the water cooler and the visual, but we're always uh, evolving and learning too. So here we are. Here we are. We may change it again. You never know. We'll see. So Kat, I'm excited for this discussion that we're going to have about vulnerability and sharing our stories. I built and have been delivering a career coaching session for a group at a large company. And in it, I've been encouraging the individual contributors to ask their managers and mentors to tell them their stories of how they got to where they are today. It's super helpful for many reasons, right? Uh To, To have those kind of discussions. As leaders and more senior people on teams, one of the best gifts we can give to people who are mm-hmm. earlier in their career is, is to offer connection mm-hmm. and to actually share a little bit about ourselves and how we got to where we are today, right? Mm-hmm. Careers are winding roads. Mm-hmm. There, there may be stops and pivots along mm-hmm. the way where life happens, mm-hmm. right? If we can share our stories vulnerably and mm-hmm and help others out along the way, it's one of the best things that we can do to help others. Totally. I mean, I think that so many people, especially more junior people, like they they believe in the career fairy that comes down and like brings them a job or whatever. And, and we know, we've talked a million times about boards of advisors and must-have lists. There is no career fairy. But it's like, how did so-and-so end up the head of business development operations? Like, how do you get there? What's the A to B road? And when we tell our stories, not only do we inspire others and show them different ways to go about things, but it makes us relatable. And it makes it look like we didn't have it all figured out. You know, I certainly didn't start my career saying, I want to own my own HR and recruiting consultancy. Like nobody goes there usually. So we can tell the story of happenstance, of good fortune, of how we networked, and and then we can show people how we maneuvered and manipulated our career or how we lucked out and a certain job happened to open and our friend was in the group and they called us and voila, you know, now I do marketing or whatever it is. And then we learned in the job. It's also a great icebreaker, right? Like when, when you're networking with someone at work, Asking them how they got their career started and how they ended up where they are, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that shows that you're interested in them, A. Mm-hmm. And B, it gives them the opportunity to share a little bit more about themselves. And what do we know, Liz? People like to talk about themselves, right? All the time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, you're so interesting when you ask about me. Right. <laughs> right. Well, they're just fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> Great person. <laughs> But 
it, it, it feels weird, but like when you're setting up a virtual coffee or having a meet and greet, and when you ask like, hey, how did you get this job at this company? It's a great starting point. Mm -hmm. And if you're at the same company, you have that in common and like, hey, I, you know, it was hard for me to get in here. I, I wanted to work here for years. How did you get in here? Mm -hmm. And it's just, sharing that story. People like talking about themselves, but also there's something to be learned from their experience. Absolutely. And being curious is always a good, uh, a good trait to cultivate and develop. Yeah. And it like also asking someone's story, if that's kind of your go-to, first of all, it makes you look curious. It's a good thing. But it's also like, it stops to that, like, so Kat, how's the weather? Like, mm -hmm. it's like that weird thing when you're at a networking event or you're at some kind of like company happy hour function, you're like, uh, so the report this month was a doozy. Like it's lame, right? Mm -hmm. But then if you're, you see someone that you don't know that well, like, hey, so how did you end up in this group? It's just mm -hmm. a way better discussion than like, gosh, it's been rainy here in Austin. I was just going to say, talking about how, how I saw someone on Facebook today, a mutual friend of ours yes, sharing her weather app and it looks like it's going to be raining forever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, you know, I mean, how exciting is the weather? It's thrilling, <laughs> <laughs> but small talk's tough. And so by asking someone their story, again, they're going to share what's comfortable. They may not, you know, go full Monty, but they're going to share what's comfortable. But it's cuts that small talk moment and gets you into something where you can take the conversation further. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what we're asking here is for some of our, you know, some of our listeners who've, who've been around the block, right? <laughs> some of our senior folks. To yeah shatter some ceilings, right? Yes. To open some doors and give credit to those who gave them a leg up. Yes. You know, talk about how someone mentored you and really took took interest in your career, mm -hmm. right? That those yeah. kind of stories are 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 gold. Yes. And telling our stories makes us just a little bit more relatable too. Mm -hmm. Acknowledging people who helped us and showing how we want to help others makes us approachable, right? Yes. It's, it's a like, give and take, right? It it's is. not all, yeah. It's such a good point because like, I think of my first HR job, I was a temp. Mm -hmm. And one of my mentors, John Moreland, took an interest in me, created a job for me, and then taught me a lot. Like, mm -hmm. could I be more grateful? No. And so now, did I hire someone a couple of years ago who didn't know anything? And did I teach them a lot? And now are they running their own recruiting desk? Yes. Yeah, like pretty cool. And, and how quick how quick it happened too, right? Totally. And like, did the, does that person still come to me with questions? Sure. And that's awesome. Like, I want to help give back because it, I've been helped. And so when, as a leader, you share that you weren't always a leader, it, it makes you relatable. You can show your people that you, you've been where they are and you understand. Yeah. And you're paying it forward too, which is, totally. I think, one of the best qualities that leaders have when they're, mm -hmm. when they're able to do that and actually to really be appropriately vulnerable, right? Yes. Yes. I just want to do a plug for Brene Brown's Dare to Lead. Yes. Um, if that sounds interesting about what is it like to be appropriately vulnerable, read mm -hmm. that book and 
it's just such a good book for so many reasons. Yes. Like in this training I'm doing, you know, I, I ask them to tell people their stories, but I also, I, I quote our friend, Liria Lipkins, and I talk about their finding their why. And then Mm -hmm. I say, but what if you don't want to expose everything? And I said, that's why you need to know what part of your story you're comfortable sharing and what part Mm -hmm. of your why you're comfortable sharing and then keep other things quiet. So if I say I need flexibility to be with my kids, that's something I'm public sharing. Maybe if I was saying, you know, I need to be able to get, take my kid to certain kinds of appointments or other things. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't want to share that. And so right. I keep that personal. So I'm vulnerable in that I lead with my motherhood, but I maybe don't share all of my children's personal details. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's private. That's more private. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in this group I've been training, I, I couldn't believe how many employees don't know their manager's stories. Like I ask them to raise their hand and they don't. And it's no wonder they don't know how to move up or across the company. It, it, like they don't have role models mm-hmm. who have done it. And when their managers talk about fears that they had, if they talk to their managers and they heard fears, they had a new jobs, risks they took, rejections they faced, then the employee can be like, oh, but they persevered and they made mm-hmm. it through this or this happened. And so this happened. It, it gives them an, a roadmap to follow and it gives them a reason to connect. Mm-hmm. And I just can't believe they're not doing it. It's like yeah. shocking. Well, they need to be, a lot of folks need to be kind of guided to do this. So it's a good thing you're doing that, Liz. What can I say? <laughs> I would say it's out of the goodness of my heart, but they're paying me, so. <laughs> So I think all of our stories are powerful. Our stories of success, of failure, of overcoming, of being human, Mm -hmm. of showing someone how someone with your background made it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Sharing your story is powerful for you as well, right? When you can objectively look at yourself, you can say, well, I guess I have come a bit, right? Yeah, totally. I mean, I just learned this lesson recently from my own daughter. So she graduated from eighth grade recently, and she volunteered to speak in front of her class, her teachers and parents, so big group. And in her speech, she talked about her story and how, because she had been at this school, then she had left for a couple of years and she came back for her eighth grade year. Mm -hmm. And she talked about how her ADHD and anxiety made school too much and why she left. That's so brave. It was so brave. it was so brave and it was so vulnerable and she was her and she was Mm -hmm. funny and witty Mm -hmm. and honest. And I was so damn proud. Like I can't, I was so, when she first read it to me, I was like, you're going to say that. And when I asked her why she shared, she said, I felt like it was a culmination of my story. And I wanted other people with ADHD to know they could do it too. And I'm like, that's amazing. Gosh, you're awesome. Mm-hmm. She is awesome. She is awesome. I mean, she is. But she came to that on her own. I mm-hmm. I would never have encouraged that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just because that's her story, right? Right, right. She gets to choose what she shares, right? You're not going to force yeah. that. But the fact that she felt like it was an important milestone for her to come to this point about to enter high school and share the good and the bad. Mm-hmm in order to close the chapter. Like mm-hmm. if we as leaders say, this is the good and the bad. And you know what? I took this job and it was awful. 
Mm-hmm. And I did it for six months and I was miserable. So I got myself out. I opened up my Rolodex and I moved because I made a mistake. And this is the mistake I made. I didn't have mm-hmm. a must have list. I didn't talk to anybody. I followed the money instead of the job, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Right. That's, that's compelling. Right. And the flip side is what about someone who is in the job for the first eight months or someone hates it, right? It's like yeah. there's challenges after challenges. Learning curve is really steep, but they stuck with it. Yes. And after the eight months, after the yes. eight months, it's like it became a different job because it, the learning curve wasn't there anymore. And they, it just yes. took eight months for them to learn it, but they stuck it out. Totally. Or the person who was like, I felt like there was a deficit. I had a deficit in my analytical skills or my Excel skills or whatever. Mm -hmm. So then I took this class and like all of a sudden I was empowered with this new knowledge and I didn't feel like I was the only one in the room who didn't get it. And so this continued learning helped me to be confident enough to go for the next role or Mm-hmm. You know, we're making up stories here about fictional right. people, but at the end of the day, they're real stories. They are. They are. Absolutely. It's so important. And like as a mother and as a mother who talks to other working mothers, that I can share my story of being a working mother mm-hmm. and what's been hard and what's been easy and what's been fulfilling and what I'm grateful for and how I did it. Yep. Yep. I can show others how maybe they can do it. And maybe they say, I don't want to do it like she did it. And that's cool. But learning from others, that's why I love like employee resource groups. Mm -hmm. And the thing about this client is they have one for parents. And I'm like, I've never seen that. And that's rad. But when we connect with other people that have something similar and hear Mm -hmm. other people who have something similar. How they did it. It might give you an idea how you might be able to do it. And it might not have even occurred to you first, right? Yes. Yes. Another way by just kind of sharing how you navigated something can really help someone else without even, you know, without having you realizing that. Mm -hmm. It's so powerful. So I think, you know, it, it isn't just your career story, mm-hmm. right? It's your life story. And independent contributors, you can teach your manager a lot from your story. Mm-hmm. You know, they can learn about your experiences, what you've discovered, and how you've overcome adversity, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people who have overcome adversity, when they share their stories with me, I feel a bond with them. Yes. Right? Because I feel like they've been through something, right? They've been through something and they didn't let it tear them down. Right. Yes. They just got stronger as a result of it. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, life here on planet Earth 2021 <laughs> can be a little challenging at times. Right. I mean, this last year has been something else with COVID. Mm-hmm. Right. So just even hearing how people navigate and kept their spark alive during some really, really tough times is always inspiring for me. Totally. And 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 then maybe they inspire me like, oh, they've been journaling every day. Maybe I could journal every day. Yeah. It can be that <laughs> small or something mm-hmm. much larger. But when I hear from a candidate or a person on my team how they've dealt with something difficult, mm-hmm. I then say, wow, if they can deal with that, then they can deal with this. And it right. might open up opportunities or challenges that I'll give them because I know that they can overcome challenges. Mm-hmm. And that they may know how to problem solve, right? So Ooh. if you've got a problem, you'll, you might think of that person that handled that thing in their personal life that showed you that they were resilient, right? Absolutely. Adaptivity and resiliency are two 
really important survival skills, survival skills. That's it. And, mm-hmm. and workplace competencies. Right. Right. And the more we know about each other and can learn from each other, the more connected we'll be. And the more we can start understanding each other's experiences and we just end up working better together. It works. So that's our message for today. Short and sweet, but hopefully a couple gold nuggets. Yes. Ask other people their stories. Mm-hmm. Ask lots of people their stories, people in your professional life, your personal life. How did they get to where they are today? You'll mm-hmm. learn so much and tell your story in a way that's comfortable for you. And so other yeah. people can learn from you as well. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to mm-hmm. share the challenges and the times when you might've felt stuck mm-hmm. um, and share how you overcame that because that is going to help other people. Absolutely. Until next time. This is Real Job Talk, a podcast about jobs, careers, and what's not said at the water cooler. Our website with all Real Job Talk related information is realjobtalk.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please send us your questions, topics you'd like to talk about, and Real Job Talk stories. And you may find them featured on a future episode. Use the website or email us at realjobtalk at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at realjobtalk. And on Instagram and Facebook at Real Job Talk Show. My name is Kat Troyer. You can find me on Twitter at Daily Cat, And on LinkedIn, you can find me via Kathleen Nelson Troyer. And I'm Liz Bronson. On Twitter, I'm at Liz Beeks and Salt. And on LinkedIn, I'm Liz Bronson. Real Job Talk is a Tech Reckoning production. Our producer is John Mark Troyer. Our graphic artists are Lexi and Zachary Bronson. And we're here by the water cooler waiting to talk with you.